Hey, everybody. From Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Adam, sitting in for Dan yet again. Yeah, really yeah. recent this time, yeah. too. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Coming up on today's episode, we're, we're just doing the news today. Just the news, because we are long-winded folks. <laughs> and we're here in uh, in my new, I wanted to save this for the show, oh. uh, uh, we are officially popping the cherry on this room being the podcast room. Wow. Right now. This yeah. is the first. Uh, as, so not even your own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like, this is the new podcast room. What? It's very airy and breezy yeah. and bright and lots of windows and yeah. plants and yeah, uh, yeah. This is the first first show. It's very yeah. It's yeah. A, well, that's what an honor. Yeah, I thought that was kind of yeah. It was kind of neat. A, it's a treat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I know. That I'm sure that the. With bated breath, the crowd awaits <laughs> right. for this this landmark episode. See how it changes everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's all different sure. now. Yeah. It's everything's yeah. different. Yeah. So we're yeah. So we are actually at Adam's house. Yes. And uh, instead of at Dan's house. Mm-hmm. And so this we could nice. we could have done it at yeah, Dan's. Yeah. And you suggested that, and you were like, "I have a key," and I'm like, "Um, that's really weird." <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, it's fine. Your friends with him, but mind. it's yeah. But it's, I mean, he offered. He said, "Here's the key. It's just do it here. It's totally it all weird, sounds though. the same." I was like, I was like, do we? You know, I thought about it for a second. Like, oh, maybe that's a good idea. And then I was like, if I wanted a glass of water, I'd have to like go. It's not even your. I would go house. get it like, for it's, you. It's, if you're it's not weird, weird out though. By it. Use their bathroom when they're not there. Yeah, that is yeah. weird. Isn't it? Forget yeah. to flush, and then like a week later. <laughs> They're getting home in a couple days. Yeah, it's fine. It was yellow. I let it mellow. Why are you guys freaking out? (laughs) God, gross. (laughs) It is a desert that we live in. This is true. Yeah, you really want to conserve that water. Yeah, It's it's Dan and his wife are at uh, their their annual uh, Burning Man. Is it Burning Man? Oh, my God. Trip. They do it every year Do they do it every year? How long have they been doing it? Well, let's see. I went... Four years ago, I think. Yeah, I think that's and right. And so I think this is their third year because they went. They, their first year was the year after mine. Oh, okay. And I haven't been back because it's fun. It's cool. But it's also like... But it's also... It's a commitment. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 you have to take everything with you for those, <laughs> what, however many days, five, six days that you're there. I just, I could never do it. I, there's a part like there's the part of me that wants to be like wild and primitive, yeah. And then there's the part of me that just cannot, <laughs> I, just I, I would never be able to get native like that. There, I just couldn't well, do it. Yeah, I just even with as many mind altering, there's just no way. I'm just yeah. like, I'm, see, I'm kind of uptight when it comes have, to stuff like that. The thing about Burning Man is you can go and have the experience that you want, right? And because it is. There are, you know, 55,000 people, I think. Sure, sure. And, I mean, you think about that, and that represents a large art scene. Sure. Of a very, very large city. You know the way that... There's so many facets to it. Right. Like, it's it's more art than exists in any one city But you know the way that me and my wife are. We're shit talkers. And so it's like, we would see some amazing sculpture that's, you know, 10 stories high made out of, like, condoms or something. And we'd both be like, wow. And then immediately we'd both both be like... (laughs) You know? And, like, why go to all that work to then smirk at everything? But it's the be the best smirking of your life. (laughs) I guarantee you. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Anyways. Anyway. Um, so I've got a little story I'd like to Ooh, start yeah, off with. Let's do it. Um, are you familiar with the American Atheists, Adam? Uh, yes, I am. 
<laughs> they're not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I think that they're they to me anyway. Uh-huh. It's sort of uh, the reason why your guys' podcast is is so well received is because it's uh, th- this is more of of, of sort of the uh, the minority mm. uh, in terms of the way in which you guys sort of handle. Uh, mm. atheist issues and they seem to the, the minority of the people who are kind of out there yeah to say something. yeah that yeah. are out there to say something it's yeah. just like you know yeah. what was the billboard with the slave on it like yeah that was that kind of stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean there's a lot of stuff that pisses a lot of people off that they do I, I do always like to defend a lot of their like um you know, courtroom type stuff. Sure. A lot of the lawsuits that they bring. Yeah. Bring forth, yeah. It's, they're it's actually important the, issues. It's the more the PR aspect. It's the PR it's stuff that we had. Yeah. Always yeah. had a beef with. Well, anyways, oh, um, sorry. Wow. That was a sound. <laughs> I tried to push in. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Sorry. Um, so, um, David Silverman is the name of the, the guy who runs right, the organization, right. right? Well, recently he put in for a new license, a vanity plate in the state of New Jersey, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, and it says, uh, well, it's A-T-H-E-1-S-T. Atheist. Athe- oh, right? oh but they, okay, yeah. And, and you, you look at it, and the one is clear. It, it's, it's a license plate. Right, right yeah. It looks like yeah. an eye. Yeah. And, uh, and so anyways, um, the uh, New Jersey Motor Vehicle Commission rejected his request. And of course, this is like the most litigious yeah. atheist oh, yeah. in existence. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they well, don't know quite who they've <laughs> ticked off. With well, this. my whole thing is like, did they? Uh, he did it not because he wanted the license plate atheist. He did it so that they would not let him do it. Here's right? the deal: he has in his office um, um, a, a vanity plate that somebody had gotten um, from the state of New Jersey. That said, atheist. No one, no anything. It just said atheist. Okay. They, I guess, let expire, and they sent it into him or whatever. And so he had his like this little trophy on his wall, and then he was like, "Well, you know, if I just substituted a one in there, then I could have atheist for me, and that would be really cool." And they didn't let him. And they wouldn't let him. <laughs> and so he gets all up in their legal faces, and. Uh, be, and uh so why did why did they i mean if if there was atheist already why would they care well okay so this any state will keep a list of words or variations of words right. that are automatic red flags right right yeah but then it's also up to the person who's processing the request to review and whoever this was was bothered by it Right, oh. and said that it was offensive. That oh. is an offensive word. Some little old lady at mm-hmm. the DLD was like, "Well, I never." <laughs> yeah, right. And so, so anyway, so he goes through the whole process. Long story short, they let him finally do it because they realize, "Oh my God, we p- we pissed off the wrong atheist," and uh, this will never end. Yeah, yeah. But, but they let prior to this, his life, his vanity plate was B L A S. F-M-R. Blasphemer. Okay. <laughs> so, like, so he had blasphemer. And, they and that, let, didn't, that, like, that was fun. That wasn't a red flag for whoever processed that one. I just don't understand. I mean, if you were working at the driver's license, like the, what was it, the DMV or the DLD? They I mean, call it the, the uh, motor vehicle. MVC. 
Oh, okay. The Motor Vehicle Commission. If you're the person where, like, the, you know, you shoot for the stars, you land on the roof, and the roof that you landed on is reviewing vanity plates <laughs> for your life. I mean, I guess, well, I, at first I was thinking, like, why wouldn't you just be like, ugh, like, everything in your life is just, ugh, anyway. But then I was like, actually, you might be really petty. You might be like, you know, what's the great line, the great line from Fargo or Steve Buscemi's like, oh, you just, uh, you know, you're running your own little, uh, you know, your own, your own little world right here, huh? Your little, right. little king of your domain right here, you know? It's like, yeah, you'd totally be like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> There's no way this is going through. Right. But I guess blasphemer. Blasphemer. Yeah, they let blasphemer through. So, But atheist? Let me tell you, this is why we're still the least trusted group in America. Because of vanity plates? No, because because of... like, Or this show goes to show that we're still the least. You know. I don't know. what. Uh, I wonder if Muslim is on that list. No, apparently I think we beat out the Muslims. Really? In general, yeah. Really? Yeah. How I, can that possibly we, we, be? We, we had this one a few, like a year and a half ago, if I remember right, this story. Really? Yeah. I the, remember something the, about it. Beat out Muslims as yeah, the We most... beat out everybody. We're the least trusted group in America. How can that You say you're an atheist. So, so a little old woman, or not a little old woman, right. at the DMV saying, no, this is offensive. Yeah. I, 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 I understand that it would happen. Obviously, I don't agree with it, but I, I, I see it. What about jihad? Do you think they'd let that one through? <laughs> or jihadi? <laughs> jihad one. Totally. <laughs> jihad with an eye for the. Well, you know, they might just go. Nah, yeah, let him <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> you know, he won't I, have it for long. I'm pretty sure that this is going to solve itself. <laughs> All right, so uh, I feel like I'd like to start off my news mm. segments uh, with a verse from the Bible. Oh. If I I'm, may. I love the Bible. Isaiah 17.1. Okay. Behold, Damascus will cease to be a city and become a heap of ruins. Oh, no. Oh, now, no. Isaiah, the book of Isaiah... Uh, ends with a vision of Armageddon, which brings Jesus Christ back. Okay? <laughs> oh, no. Now, Jeremiah 49 and Zechariah 9 also make similar violent references re regarding the fate of Damascus. Okay. Frank, where is Damascus? It's in Syria. Many, many evangelical sects have been waiting mm. for the Arab Spring and all of the different wars and issues in the Middle East to reach Damascus. Because once they do, oh my God. it's the end times and Jesus <laughs> comes back. Up. Okay. So basically, wow. Okay. And this is uh, a heap of ruins, a heap of ruins. Now, if I may, <laughs> let's just look at one of a number of websites that have been popping up recently. Oh yeah. Uh, see, right off the bat, when this is what your website looks like, <laughs> when you have like... Okay, first of all, what we're looking at 
is a website that says Damascus Destruction across the top. And next to it, it has a nuclear mushroom cloud. The long prophesied end days are here. If you have a black <laughs> and background... And it just says gone. gone. If you have a black background with gigantic white and red font... Yeah. Like that, you, you initially, right when you see that, you're like, oh, it's one of these websites. Oh, you, um, apparently you never went to Frank... <laughs> I've been to Frankfest. I know it looks. Yeah, you, you, it's no no longer belongs to me. People, you don't need to go look it up. But at one point, I had Frankfest.com. Yeah. and so it was awesome nuclear war. Okay. So this whole website, and I love this because here we have pictures of Assad and uh, Ahmadinejad, and then we have oh, that's a, yeah. a Baphomet. Uh huh. And which then, is describe it. Not everybody will know. Oh, okay. Baphomet is the the Satan. It's like the it's where you see the goat head that is inside of the <laughs> a pentagram. A pentagram. Yeah. And then right below it is the most amazing Photoshop picture of Obama looking like Satan, essentially. Yeah. And there's and oh, and then you know a lot a lot of this uh, uh, biblical scribe. And then pictures along with it going, see, see, and so this one is like on the face of the whole earth and he touched not the ground. And there's a picture of an aircraft carrier. Yeah, that's true. It's not going to touch the ground. Not touching the ground in the water. Ooh. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes and the great horn is between the eyes is the first king. (laughs) And there's a picture of Obama looking like he's smelling a fart. Uh, just fantastic. Is the great but, horn between his eyes, that little furrow. Yeah, it's like, yeah exactly. See, <laughs> see. So anyway, uh, th- this all basically is just going to show that this is uh, this is one of these weird things that happens where yeah. Christians, you know, you have these Christians who claim to be uh, peace loving people, mm. and and you know, uh, oh, we hate war and all this, but but the war in the Middle East, and this has been going on. For years, right? That that people that these these groups are are looking at the war in the Middle East and they're going, yeah, go for it right. because they believe that it's the beginning of end times, and it's such a weird. It just, I mean, I don't understand how that's not how that doesn't fly in the face of. But again, this is like what we talked about before about uh, being the stewards of the land right. versus. Being like, hey, if if we can get World War Three to start, that's when Jesus comes back. Yeah, I just, well, I don't know. I guess you want Jesus to come back. You believe in Jesus. You're like, please let us. Finally, we are the chosen generation. Right? This is the most this important is, thing. This this is what the whole world has been building up to. Is this guy coming back to to rule and and right. will be his subjects and whatnot? But you're talking about you you are rooting on. The biggest dick of a god. Yeah, I know. That you could imagine ever having. Yeah. Like, all the, the, the carnage and all the loss of life and all the destruction of his his own creation. Yeah. Like, it just blows, it blows my mind. I mean, doesn't that... That could be what you would want. But but don't you think that... that you'd in, want to believe in that. In that way, that's part of 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 being... Of believing in... Obviously, not all religions are like this, but definitely Western religions of, of Christianity are like this. That you believe you, you in order to believe in that religion, you must believe that somewhere out there is a being that's smarter and more noble and has has the plan, and so you don't need to. 
Right. And whatever that thing it like decides, you you will be humble, and you will go along with it. Right. And so saying like, oh well, you know, yeah, there's going to be t- you know so much uh, life lost, but it's all part of this bigger plan in, that we get Jesus back here. Right. And like to me, I'm just like. That's so sociopathic, right. like to think that to 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 think that like, oh, thank God we're finally headed into D- Damascus. Like this is all going to end. <laughs> it's like that is it's so misery that, that yeah, is our, yeah our lives on earth. It's absolutely insane to me, yeah. and and I don't and I still don't really figure out like I mean I guess what part of the bigger plan is that is that Obama is the Antichrist and so he's going to be the one that starts the war or what is that is that the philosophy yeah it's so it's so strange to me that you would ever even i i i I don't understand how you can get on board with that way of thinking but i mean i guess it's the same thing as like you know somebody's kid dies of a terrible illness and they're like well you know he has a plan (laughs) you're just like really that's that's what you're going to he has a plan yeah that's no that's what that's what they believe i mean and but but the, the thing that always amazes me is that this god is like some kind of also like really OCD um like crazy planner like he's planted all these signs and he he's known how he's going to do it from the beginning yeah. right oh, like yeah, he's got yeah. this big old plan all laid out and he's like you know hey i'm going to have these chosen people yeah and then you know i'm going to have sex with this woman and she's going to have a kid <laughs> and that kid well i'm going to let him get killed yeah and somehow that <laughs> that that his being killed is is going to get everybody else forgiven for their sins against me. Right, right. That's right, what I really right. need. Yeah, that's what I, mean. I just want to see my half <laughs> god child be killed. Yeah, and then I can forgive everybody. Yeah, yeah. Right, and then I'm going to plant all these little things. I'm going to let the whole thing go to go to hell, and I'm going to get this guy over here. To run for president of the United States. Yeah. Well, my favorite part and about like, it is that like... What? How? <laughs> my favorite... Really? He planned this all out? And my favorite part of it... Yeah. You want to talk about like this, this right here? This is the long con. Okay. This is a real... Because you go, you go, <laughs> so then, you know, and, and it's God talking to all of his God buddies at the bar and he's like, uh-huh. so then they kill my son and it forgives everybody's sins. Now, 2,000 years they later, and everybody's him. like, oh, he's God, just the shut jerk. the fuck up. He's really? A, such a bad drunk. Oh, he's so bad. <laughs> that is the stupidest plan. Why 2,000 years? Why are you going to wait 2,000 years? <laughs> because it has to be the beginning of the seventh dispensation. <laughs> it has to be. Don't you see? This is the way that it... This is how I'm going to do it, guys. This is totally... And then, it. like, the other guy at the other end of the table is like... I'm just going to make all my people on my planet good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to bother with the devil. I don't, I'm not, not going to worry about either. creating evil. Yeah, why? This whole yin-yang why thing. Why do it? Yeah. My whole planet's going to be made of pot. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Everybody's just going to hang out. God, why can I Nobody got ever, that god? <laughs> yeah, nobody ever dies or gets sick. It's awesome. We just all <laughs> hang out. Well, it's nice. Yeah. Actually, though, what you were just describing... Was Lucifer's plan? Oh yeah, that's that, a, was, that was Satan's plan. Yeah, for us. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. nobody dies. Yeah, and, that's a Mormon uh, thing, right? Do we I need to explain so. that? Yeah, that Jesus, <laughs> Jesus so, okay. and Satan and in Lucifer. The yeah, okay. In the preexistence, yes. Um, 
there were two plans that were brought forth. Well, there's the cartoon of it, right? Isn't there the cartoon on YouTube like, with the really creepy, like, uh, maybe, uh, oh, rotoscoped, like, well, yeah, animation. that's the God Makers. Yeah, t- yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so long story short, Jesus and uh, Lucifer both step forward with their plans, and they're, Jesus they're is brothers like brothers too. Yeah, aren't they're they? brothers. Yeah. yeah, the first and second born. Yeah, and and so Jesus has his plan that he will go down. And he will, everybody will like, you know, um, have freedom and there'll be a veil over their eyes and they'll, uh, they'll get their bodies and, uh, and then they get to choose, you know, you know, how they're going to live their lives, but he'll go down and he'll give them an opportunity to repent because he'll give his life. It's the most convoluted plan. And then, but, but, but Satan, but Lucifer is like, no, I'm going to make them. I'm going to make them be good. Yeah. And that's where one third of the hosts of heaven went. Yeah. I don't think that's exclusively Mormon. I don't think it is. I think the part about them being brothers is. Yeah. But there are details there. It's such a better plan. Lucifer had such a better plan. <laughs> right? I mean, if you think about well, it, it's no a war. Well, Everybody it, gets a body. Okay. Let's say instead of a planet, let's say it was a classroom of kids and you're like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go down there and I'm just going to be like, there are rules, but I can't really tell you what they are, but they're over here on the wall. If you want to read them and then I'm going to grade you on the bell curve. Yeah. And then anybody who wants to do whatever they want to do can do whatever they want to do. And the punishment's going to come like way later. Yeah. And then you have the other teacher that's like, I'm going to tell them all what the rules are. And then if they don't want to do it, they get kicked out of the class. I'm going to make everyone do this. And you're like, let's hire that guy. Yeah. Right. Like Uh all this touchy feely crap over here. That's not going to play. It's going to (laughs) be awful. There will be, there'll be anarchy and chaos in the classroom. Oh my goodness. And here we are. Damascus. Damascus. So, okay. Is there anything more about Damascus that you need to tell us? Not really. Okay. That's about it. Okay. Uh, As we speak, Obama is. Making decisions yeah. based upon what's going to happen. Well, and has announced that he's going to seek congressional approval. God, thank God. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to make of any of it. I know. I don't either. I mean, it just, it's, we're, 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 we have, we're in the middle of war fatigue. We can't go yeah. any, like. I know. And we, they say it's just going to be a few day thing, but. No, how can it never how can it be it, a few day thing? It never is. I've, it never is. I, uh, Abby and I were talking about it last night and I was like, you know, every time that we talk about like as a country, like going in, you know, whether it's Afghanistan or Iraq or what, I was like, it's like knowing that your neighbor is like beating their children. Mm-hmm. And so you get your gun and you go over and you kill the parents. And then you're like, Oh shit, what are we going to do with these kids? Mm. Oh, I didn't, we didn't think about that part. It's like you go in and you like dismantle somebody's government and you're like, there you go. Yeah. Then you guys know how to cook dinner. See you later. And yeah, you walk back I mean, out. You know what talking, I mean? I mean, the reason why I don't know what to do with it is because there are atrocities. Oh, totally. No, well, that's, that's what like, I'm saying. It's like a bad you thing. You have to do it. Right. A bad thing is happening. But at the same time. Well, and if you're not, if you don't have, if you don't, if, if again, to use the, the neighbors beating their kids thing. Right. If, if you don't have the resources to take those kids in or like get them to foster care or something like that, don't just go in and kill the parents. You might want to get the neighborhood together and talk to everybody about, like, what should we do about right. the Joneses down the street, right? Right. But the neighborhood doesn't want to do anything. The UN doesn't want to get involved. Oh, God. So it's just Britain, you as Charles the, the Bronson. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? I don't know. 
going with guns. Do you let it just keep happening? No, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I have the answer. I'm just saying, like, again, like, you have to create a plan right. before yeah. you can do it. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I would, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have an been, answer. I, I'm not sold either way. No. Either I'm completely I. open minded uh, at this I, point. I, I just I don't, don't even know what to yeah. do. But, anyways. All right, so I have the story of a uh, Catholic bishop in Honolulu mm. um, who is beautiful, very beautiful place. Very upset about um, marriage equality. Oh, uh-oh. And, and, and potential for marriage equality in this land. Uh, that's gay people being allowed to marry. Um, he, of course, is going along with the argument that uh, equal marriage could lead to polygamy. Oh, right? well, it's, of course. It, I mean, it totally makes sense. Yeah. And so what he's calling on the people of his um, um, area to do is he wants them to get out their rosaries and to march around, I think it was the state capitol, and do their, their rosaries. Around the state? Around the state capitol. Where is that in this story? So how, so So... <laughs> So they're just going to march around and pray. Right. In order to make sure that it doesn't happen. For how long? However long it takes. Like until, (laughs) until. (laughs) I mean, luckily the weather there is usually really nice. So they could be be beautiful. Yeah. That's all. Mm -hmm. I thought they were like, if they're going to like throw their rosaries or something. No, no, no. He also um, has claimed that marriage equality in Hawaii would lead to greater suicide among young people. Mm-hmm. Marriage equality would? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would people be killing themselves? Because they would. I mean, that's, that's, that's what this, I mean this guy isn't giving reasons. I He's just saying shit. I don't understand, like, why... Like, who would kill themselves? Like, because more people can get married... Which teenagers really care about anyway. Teenagers are... I mean, the only teenagers that care about marriage are Mormons so that they can have sex Mm. once they've gotten married. Mm -hmm. Those are the only teenagers that care about marriage one way or the other. Yeah. Like, most teenagers are just like, I don't care. Marriage is gross. You get married. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Yeah. Why would more... Okay. Well... He doesn't... The article doesn't go into it. But anyways... Um, he is asking everybody to pray, I guess, pray the rosary, right? Right. Yeah. Um, around the state capitol building to prevent same sex marriage. Again, once you, once Buddhists have lit themselves on fire in the street as a religious protest, uh, anything less than that, just, you know, it's not even newsworthy. Oh, come on. You're just going to stand around and pray. It's a protest of sorts. Right. I mean, yeah, a really, I will defend a really, a really quiet one. <laughs> collecting up a group of people and being quiet should be a kind of protest. And it, I'll, I'll grant him this. It's better than the people who are standing down on the corner of the, the city county building here in Salt Lake with signs that say protect dolphins. Why? Why is it better than that? Because I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> where are the dolphins? Where, first of all, where are the dolphins? We're landlocked. We're a little... Okay. <laughs> you guys are about a thousand miles. <laughs> a little too far east for this At least right go here. stand in front of a red lobster it's and like, do yeah. it, right? You're like, at least it's... Honk somehow. if you love dolphins. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> I, 
I don't. First of all, the context. I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, like th- these people would at least I'm just saying. And you guys mentioned have something better going. You mentioned on than this. That. You mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. But I would say, if nothing else, go get the shame on people to help you out if you're going to do a protest. Oh, absolutely. Go yeah. if you don't have an inflatable rat. <laughs> okay, like, you need the inflatable <laughs> rat because that shit stops traffic. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. Look at that! Yeah, oh, somebody's to- somebody's totally getting their ass handed to them. This is amazing. <laughs> but then they just have a couple people standing out there with the sign, yeah, yawning. That says, uh, <laughs> "Shame on whoever, whatever, yeah, whoever, whatever company." Yes, yes, and uh, uh, labor violations. Yes, that's what the other sign usually says. That's what that's what yeah. they need if they want. That's what this guy needs in in and a big inflatable rat. Yeah, you have to have the inflatable rat. Two inflatable rats. A man oh, and a girl. Oh my God, that's yeah, perfect. A man, and a, girl. a man and a lady. A man, man and a lady rat. Yeah, that's because marriage is only between two rats. Two rats of opposite two, two sex. Two consenting opposite sex. That's true. Rats. Or you could have two uh, groom rats, and they could deflate them as like the part of the protest. So mm. We're not going to stand for this. <laughs> it's. It'd still be really quiet, and it would still take a really long time. <laughs> I think ridiculous. it still gets to the heart of what this guy wants to do. Uh, that's ridiculous. It's not any dumber <laughs> than what he wants to do. Yeah. Because if you're not, if you'd like. Well, apparently it's, it's, I mean, he got, the, he had to get this idea from somewhere, right? Well, but like just marching think, around something, chanting. But right? they're not chanting, they're praying. Well, they're praying. They're calling on God to do something. Right. But I mean, I guess to me, I'm just like, I. I Focus feel like your if you're here, God, well, and if you're an atheist, right, if, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, it's basically like they may as well have been like, everybody come down and bring a, a tangerine and, and stand and think this thought because it's about how much sense it makes. Bring right. this rosary that has no power right. in it at all. Right. And pray, which is a thing that doesn't do anything. You're not right. actually talking to anybody. But they don't know that. They think it does. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't know that. <laughs> oh, you just don't know, do you? Oh, that's so cute. Get yeah. down there with your little rosary. You just, yeah. don't, you just don't know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I love it. Uh, this is from Religion Today. Okay. Shouting religious slogans, a mob estimated at a thousand people destroyed a Christian church under construction in north, northern India on August 25th, according to a report received from church leaders in the region. Uh, with the building demolished, the mob began to beat the pastor, his mother, and church members who were able to flee and went into hiding for the night. The extent of their injuries is not known. No deaths were reported. Uh, the Christian uh, congregation had begun construction more than two years earlier, but quickly met resistance and had been forced to stop the work. After much prayer, the climate seemed to improve and construction <laughs> resumed. Building had progressed uneventfully to the point that workers were ready to ins- uh, or, yeah had progressed uneventfully to the point that workers were ready to install the roof when the attack came. Wow. Okay. A, th- a mob a thousand strong. So, but this is. And this is because it's an article in Religion Today. Uh, Earlier that afternoon, a small group from the community confronted the pastor and demanded that construction cease, saying that building was not wanted. Recognizing the growing tension, the pastor stopped the work. Despite the pastor's decision, the group rallied the villagers to a meeting and incited them to attack. 
The day after the attack, regional leaders first prayed and then met with local police who declined to become involved. How interesting wow, is that? Okay. Um, despite continued threats, the leaders returned to the site to survey the damage and take photos. Church leaders <laughs> have requested prayer from believers around the world that God will protect the pastor, his family, and the congregation. So, okay. Heal the pastor's son, whose medicine cannot be obtained in the current uneasy climate. And open the eyes of the villagers so they might experience the love of Jesus in their lives. Okay, so let's back up. Okay. <laughs> so this is... The, what 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 group is in the village? Like, what religious group? Oh, I don't... It, it doesn't, doesn't, say. doesn't say that there's any specific religion. Just that these villagers are like, we don't want your church. Get the fuck out of here. <sighs> oh, that we were all so brave. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, obviously not. Um, I just love that. I, they're like, just, let's like, pray for these people that they really want Jesus in their lives. And it's like, I think they've spoken. Yeah. They tore down the church. Yeah. Go home. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, isn't that what happens though? Like you get like, I mean, back in the day when they would have missionaries that would go off to different countries and they'd be like, He's going into the heart of the Congo to try and tame the savage beast there and give him God. And then, like, oh, brother, uh, uh, brother, you know, uh, Jebediah's uh, head was mailed back to us in a box. Right. We're not going back to the Congo. Right. Right. Did, but, um, but my question is, with with these kind of things, I don't think that it ever deters anybody. Right. Like because ultimately That's what I'm everybody starts like, to like, but, like the the missionary in the Congo. It's not like people stopped. Right. I guess not. I mean, in your example, like, I mean, I think of like, um, the mission, right? Oh yes. Right. Totally, or, yeah. or anything like that where yeah. like it, true believers don't stop. They just keep not, marching. Why don't they, keep they doing it? And they keep having people pray for them <laughs> and it keeps fortifying. Why them don't somehow. they, why don't they eventually stop? Like, why would you care about trying to, uh, indoctrinate, people that are tearing your church to the ground. I don't know. Because I you mean, think it, it's a it, test? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it goes back to the hubris. I guess it's yeah. just religious hubris. I mean, you, you cannot back down. Right. You can't. I mean, because you would be reject. This, this is, this is the, your moment. God is paying attention oh. and you have to keep doing your Thing, so right? these guys, the 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 these people that were building the church, they're not bummed. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're bummed. Of course, they're bummed. They're I don't going know through if they... Nobody likes being tried or tribulated. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like nobody nobody likes that at all. Oh, whatever. They're sitting. No, they're no, sitting no. somewhere. They're licking their wounds, and they're just talking about Job. They're just talking about Job nonstop. I, I'm not saying right? that their that their psyche, that their egos, aren't enjoying the hell out of it. But they're not. the The people themselves are are sitting there, and they're they're in they're suffering. You know, in hiding and <laughs> hiding. Yeah. And asking people to pray for them. That's all they've got. That was my, my favorite part of the story you actually already brought up, which is like, it's not a group of a thousand Muslims. It's not a group of like a thousand Sikhs. Right. It's just the people in the town are like, stop it. We well, don't want I, your church. I want to know what, what group those people represent. I mean, that, that's, what, that's what I would want to know. 
in this whole thing. But I think it's just a it's, it's just, just a, it's just a, villagers. That's all it says. And this is from religion today, so you know that they would have been like Muslims. Muslims. Oh yeah, they would <laughs> When it's italicized, that's the way you're supposed to read it. <laughs> Muslims. <laughs> uh I, I just I love I mean, I don't love that people got hurt. That's awful. Sure. Right. But at the same time, I I do I think that you're I I think that you're right that had had they built the church mm-hmm. and everybody just came to it and were like, "Yay!" they'd be like, "Okay, well, that was well, now they have their church and they and there would be inspiration in that. The yeah, community would like, flock oh, around right. and they'd feel really good. But instead to be able to come, like come back to the states and be like this is what we went I through. was I, you yeah. know, we now, set now up they that can be on the Christian uh, talk circuit. They can just go church to church. Oh yeah. Share their story. Oh yeah. People totally. people buy them a meal. Oh my god, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. No, they get yeah. a, they get they get invited up to play along with the band. Oh yeah. With everybody with their eyes closed and their oh, yeah. hands in the air. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh. my god. Speaking of hands in the air. Um when when Dan and I were on our, our road trip, uh we went to a big beautiful downtown baptist church right mm. like we thought oh this would be this would be cool you know yeah. and it was really nice and it was you know really white because that's <laughs> let's face it i mean there were some you know baptists of color there um but um <laughs> but nonetheless they um it, it was just this big white crowd of southern baptists yeah and uh and they were really, really boring. Yeah, sure. In the way that I didn't think Baptists were. I thought Baptists always kind of had this, like, I thought they, you know, kind of got into it. Well, there was this couple down way in the front, because this place was huge, right? right. Way, way, way down in the front. And I noticed that they were the only ones doing the raise, raised hands. In the whole place? In the whole place. Oh, and they're wow. just like... They're just like singing along and oh, got their yeah. eyes closed like, mm-hmm. and uh, and doing like praying stuff. And they're just like totally, totally, were totally Were they Baptists of color? No, no, oh, no. Okay. These were the two people who later turns out are leaving to go on a mission to like Central uh, America somewhere. Like these are believers. Yeah, right? totally. It doesn't matter that the rest of the people aren't praise handing yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. thing, right? Like they are like... They are were into. They're ready to go to their yeah. own mosquito coast. I bet they have some stories of that. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Oh my god, that movie. Anyways, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. Uh, yeah, no, I totally like that. Like what you're describing, not that, but but the hands in the air. Tra- I, I like to refer to it. At, uh, and my my brother sort of has a, a, a similar take on this. It's what I like to refer to as the drum kit church. Uh, yeah if you you know what i mean like you know the one if you walk in and you see the drum kit in the corner you're like oh shit yeah when they when they have their like youth pastor groups this place goes fucking off yeah you know it there was a drum kit in this church Uh which is why i thought we were going to get something pretty cool yeah yeah there was a huge you know there's like pipe organ you know pipes oh my god yeah 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 with person you know big organ big piano Mm -hmm. there was a small orchestra oh there were uh, guitars. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was everything you would want. Yeah. Including a baptism performed 20 feet up above the <laughs> entire congregation up at the front of the thing so that everybody could see. Like, all of a sudden, like, it, like you didn't even see it. Was it a glass tank? Uh-huh. Yeah. So you could see the whole person whole, submerged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. Oh my god. And they had like, you know, the the three, four camera setup and big screens up at the front. Oh my god. So you could actually see a close up of this little girl <laughs> who was like who was shaking and all just like Oh my god, that's fantastic. And so the youth pastor's up there and he's like talks to her for a second and she's like <laughs> And her dad looks so proud and he's up there too, you know. <laughs> but they're like in wait seriously at least 20 feet above the choir. Oh my god. That's fantastic. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. But then it was bo- then it was boring. It was boring. The whole thing was just boring. Oh, that's such a And they bummer. had like this like um traveling minister this traveling preacher who was visiting uh for a few weeks because their their pastor was in the hospital or something whoa why was he in the hospital know. he hurt himself he was recouping anyways we've already told this story to our listeners oh okay i'm sorry so, so you're just telling but it nonetheless, to me i was telling it to you i was spellbound for a minute there <laughs> i was like i maybe i've been wrong this whole time maybe i should try church it sounds amazing yeah no it, it, yeah. It, but it was boring yeah it was <laughs> Definitely don't go to Jackson, Mississippi. That's why they have to the big Baptist church. Downtown. That well, that's why they have all the cameras. Yeah, is because they're like we got to live in this up somehow. Up. Yeah, there were some cute kids in the kid choir. Oh, you know, okay. I mean that kind of stuff is yeah, you know, whatever. But yeah, we made the mistake. We should have gone to something in a warehouse. <laughs> you know, over in over in the back back next to the track somewhere where they really have to work for it. They yeah. don't they don't have they don't have the the whole like AV crew. Yeah, yeah, nobody's showing up. A lot of those places do have AV crews, but they the, everybody's just in jeans and it's a little you know, more. It's a, yeah, maybe it's a, a button down shirt. <laughs> those they're really dressed up for church. Yeah, that crowd. That's where the good church would have been. <laughs> but we made we made uh, church reviews. You know, but like you do it. Yeah, you have to go see it. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, you know that people are like when they're leaving. They're like, oh, that was a good one. You know that people do. You know that they have to. Yeah. I'm sure they do. I don't think a lot of people were too impressed with this pastor. Yeah. He was oh, He was a real... See, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Is he... It was like a substitute teacher. Yeah. It's like, ugh. It's just, yeah. it's just not the same. He, uh... Yeah, he kind of... He... Yeah, he wasn't very good. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Okay, okay. Let's go to... Uh, I think you've got, you got one more, right? I, I think I do. Um, so, so this week, and this is a, a story that a lot of people probably saw, um, but maybe not. Um, but I, I have a little, a little spin on it. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Um, so the IRS, uh, the internal revenue service. Yes. Yes. Um, I've heard of them. Yes. Uh, they have announced in response to the Supreme court's decision earlier this year, um, about, you know, gay marriage mm-hmm. the, the federal government would would be recognizing right right gay marriage in jurisdictions where it was legal the irs has announced that they will be treating same-sex marriages equally for tax purposes this was this was kind of a question what is the right. irs going to do with this and a lot of people thought that they were going to send their auditors out to stand around the building praying with their calculators. <laughs> yeah. Six, 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 six. <laughs> um, they're doing, they're not doing the Lord's work. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, but um, the, uh, so anyways, but they, they kind of took it a step further than I think a lot of people were expecting. They don't care where the person was married, where, where the couple was married uh, and where they're oh, currently yeah. living. Sure. Right. They're just saying, if you're married in a jurisdiction where it's legal 
and then later move to a jurisdiction where it's not legal, such as if you were a gay couple and you decided to get married um, out in California. Right. Right. And then move to Utah. The IRS doesn't care. They will still allow you to, to file jointly. That's huge. Major. Huge. Major decision, right? Yeah. Well, it's essentially saying that the, that the U.S. government acknowledges the marriage no matter where you are. In a sense. Regardless of, yeah. of state regulations. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but each, the government's still working out how far reaching all of that is. But nonetheless, um, this is the IRS. And when they said it, it put Utah into a difficult position. Because, you know, we have our Defense of Marriage Act. Yes, yes, we As do. a lot of states do, right? And uh, basically defining a marriage as being between a man and a woman only, and they're not going to recognize anything else. But Utah tax code piggybacks Mm -hmm. federal tax code. Mm -hmm. And so for the purpose of determining who's eligible to file a joint return, Utah would normally just follow the federal government's guidelines. And... As of yesterday, or the day before, the uh, Utah State Tax Commission is saying that's what they're going to do. Really? Barring action from the legislature. Oh, my God. For state tax. Why would they? Because they'd have to rewrite their, their... They'd have to actually, rather than just piggyback... They'd actually have to write up all their own tax code. You know, you just never would have thought years and years ago that the the biggest like advocacy for same sex marriage would be paperwork. <laughs> like it's just... like the, the the secret weapon, the secret <laughs> weapon to gay marriage is paperwork. Yeah, because that's what nobody wants to do. Yeah. Especially not in the state of Utah. They're, They're like, sodomites, infidel. Oh, paperwork. No, that's fine. You guys can get married. Well, we don't give a shit. Paperwork and writing new anything, getting anything that's through the legislature, yeah. is, it has a cost to it. Yeah. It's there's, there's a price tag on it. Yeah. And so, the, um, I guess, uh, Kurt Bramble, probably not a name that will mean a lot to anybody. Right. <laughs> He's a Republican in the, in the legislature. Um, I believe that's his name. Um, he, uh, he's from Provo. So this guy is a conservative. <laughs> um, he, uh, he's a member of the Senate revenue and taxation committee. He's also a CPA. And he said, unplugging the state tax system from the federal one would increase costs and headache for Utah. Uh, I don't think there's going to be an appetite in Utah to take that on. Wow. That is huge. It's unbelievable in my mind. Well, I mean, if... Because this is where it all starts to unravel. That's what I was just going to say, is like, if Utah, you know, which is notorious mm-hmm. for for its its religious overtones, for, that, for it to be like, we're not going to do it, because it's going to be too big of a hassle. Right. But I do you mean, know what always trumps religion, even in the state? Hmm. Money. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's totally true. Yeah. It's totally true. I mean, it's the same as all the conversations that we had about uh, uh, City Creek, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. no alcohol, no alcohol. Well, yeah, let's find a loophole here. How do we get this to work? And it's totally true. I mean, yeah. it's it's once you once you interject once you interject bureaucracy 
and money. Mm-hmm. All, all, all bets are off when it comes to like your own uh, sort of religious, like people just, they, they're not willing to do it. No. Wow. Isn't that crazy though? I mean, I just. It's I just, pretty fantastic. That's pretty incredible. Because I had read the, the other, you know, the whole federal, you know, the IRS thing um online and i'm sure you were like oh boy this is where you was like wow this is gonna have to yeah yeah. this is this is gonna you know this is gonna this is a huge development i thought and then the next morning it's rare that this happens i open up the newspaper the newspaper right like i already normally i read the paper and i already know what's gonna be in it Right, I just read it because <laughs> I enjoy reading the paper, and there's always those articles that you don't see online. Yeah, but this yeah. one I had seen. Yeah, and there's a little tag on there about Utah State Tax Commission, and I was just like, "News in the newspaper?" <laughs> huh? <laughs> you got so and excited you were down. trying to click on it to read more about it. <laughs> why, why can't I take me to B four? Where is Where's it? B four? <laughs> Where's the rest of the story? Where's the rest of the story? <laughs> Fantastic. What is B for? Yeah. Oh my God, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, so I've got I've got one more here, and this is you know um, there there's a, a lot of times uh, you know you find stories and they're funny and all this and th- mm-hmm. this is just this is going to be just grim. So, okay. Sorry. Sorry, that's ahead of time. Sorry, boy. There's I mean, a lot even of... your last one was a little grim. You were snickering all the way through it, but it was pretty grim. I think it's. I thought the last one was what? Nobody died. <laughs> They're fine. They're a little bruised up. <laughs> it, a mob destroyed a church. Yeah, it's funny. It's, I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna. I'm. The, the, there's gonna be some rough stuff in this story, so I'm just apologizing ahead of time. Okay, but but I feel like a, some of the. Um, details need to be verified in here in order to to kind of talk about it oh and actually this is um part of our planning of this episode um this Mm. is actually one of the things that we decided that since this is probably gonna go a little bit longer yeah that we would in lieu of like the normal break and you know an additional segment at the end that we just kind of linger on this story right right i just want to prepare oh yeah yeah because there's well because there's a lot I feel like there's a lot in here. Um, so uh, some of the listeners might remember um, a doctor named Kermit Gosnell. Um, yeah, the name rings a bell. And he was uh, uh, he was a abortionist. He was a, a abortion doctor. And um, I think abortion doctor is probably better than abortionist. Well, abortionist it, sounds like in this case the, the, the title makes sense. Does it because he uh he was arrested um let's see it was the uh uh the FBI and state police raided his uh um his offices and found uh oof i guess i'll just i'll just kind of read a little bit of this um, so this is where he was performing abortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, the, when the team members entered the clinic, they were appalled, describing it to the grand jury as filthy, deplorable, disgusting, very unsanitary, very outdated, horrendous, and by far the worst that these experienced uh, investigators had ever encountered. There was blood on the floor, stench of urine filled the air. Um, a flea-infested cat was wandering through the facility. Oh, dear God. And there were cat feces on the stairs. 
semi semi conscious women scheduled for abortions were moaning in the waiting room or recovery room, uh, where they sat on dirty recliners covered with blood stained blankets. Um, now, I mean, to be fair, is there any way to be fair here? <laughs> I don't think so. A okay. flea infested cat. I mean, it, it, what I, what I'm hearing here are a lot of adjectives to paint a picture, right? But but get get to his crime. Okay. Uh, fetal remains were haphazardously stored throughout the clinic in bags, milk jugs, orange juice cartons, and even in cat food containers. Um. Okay, so he was. Why why was he keeping them? I think because he was mentally ill. I think that this guy is totally mentally ill. Um, okay. He, uh, let's see, uh, according to grand jury report, patients were given labor-inducing drugs by staff who had no medical training. Once labor began, the patient would be placed on a toilet. It gets much more graphic after that, but essentially he, there were, he was doing late-term abortions that were like so late-term that these babies, several of them were born alive. Oh my God. And then through his own I manual, his story. own manual, I mean, he, he killed them right. after the fact. Right, right, right. No, I remember the story. Yeah. So it's horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. So, but now these are all, you know, these are all women or some of them were younger, younger girls who had gone to him to have abortions, uh, right. at, you know, where, where it was sort of through the grapevine, they found him because he was willing to do these really, really late term abortions. I, right? How do you? Okay, I was about to take a tangent. Okay, I mean, how do how do how do you get that far into a pregnancy before before you decide? I think before you make of, this really important decision. I, I think well because I think a lot of them are going to be young girls who who probably either got pregnant and were hiding it from their families or maybe right. it's young girls who maybe there's an incest issue. And so they're this is their first moment they can, that they can get away to try yeah. and, I mean, you know, yeah. it's the big, you wear the big oversized t-shirts kind You're of in thing. denial yeah, until it's you know, big and, and rather than, you know, hiding, hiding it in a dumpster or God forbid, something like that, you right. know, th this is happening instead. Um, <clears throat> So after his arrest, after his trial, um, uh, he was given a third degree murder charge uh, because a woman, and I think this is where the arrest or the raid and all that started from, uh, he gave a woman a lethal dose of anesthesia and painkillers and she ended up dying. Oh my God. Um, now, here's the thing. He had eight murder charges against him. One was for this woman and the other seven were first degree murder. And they were all related to babies whom staff have testified. They saw move or a cry after complete birth. And then whose deaths are alleged to have resulted from subsequent lethal action. Mm. They arise because of the born alive rule, a principle of common law, which stipulates that by default for legal purposes, personhood arises and therefore unlawful killing constituting murder becomes possible immediately upon the victim being born alive. Um, which is really, it's like, I remember hearing about it and hearing about this sort of horror story of, right. of it, uh -huh. of the conditions and all these things. But like that legality 
is pretty interesting just from the standpoint of, you know, the, 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 uh, pro-life pro-choice conversation. Right. 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 Is so if this is not somebody who's full term and you've given them, I mean, God knows, I mean, again, why this dude is totally mentally ill. Why would you induce labor and then manually? I mean, that's so horrific and barbaric. Yeah. But at the same time, so let's say that somebody was like five months pregnant and you induce labor and the baby is born alive. I mean, is that baby possible at five months? I I have no idea. I don't, I mean, but, but I think that's the whole rationale between about like the, the when personhood exists. Yeah. Well, so, but, but in the first two trimesters, the, the fetus is not viable outside the body. Right. Whereas there's a line that from my understanding there's a line that gets crossed sometime in the third trimester where it, it becomes viable outside the body. And, then, that, and that's where personhood starts. But there's also something, and I remember I was listening to something on NPR. Okay. I'm listeners. I'm totally just working off a of recollection here. So please bear You're, with me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I seem to remember something on NPR. There being this discussion about determining when, like when is this line? Where is where is the line between um, um, fetus, a pregnancy, and, and a pregnancy a person. and a person? Right, yeah. which is all. And, which is the and, total and a lot of it's been based on this idea of, um, I think it was pain. When the fetus can feel pain, yeah, mm. and and so there's been a lot of that's why we hear that come up so much. Sure, is because it was actually in some court decisions early on in in in, in deciding you know, the legalization of, well, and not to make it trivial, but I think that that is the conversation. I mean, what they just, they just finally said 100% that fish don't fish are, are, are incapable of feeling pain. Okay. It's like scientifically proven now. It was a couple of weeks ago. And I've had a lot of people I know that are vegetarian that are going, Oh, maybe I can eat fish. Huh. And not to make, not to trivialize this conversation, but it just makes you realize that as people, when we think about, morality right it is the causing pain right that that is the big issue right right, right, right. Yeah. yeah because yeah. as you know and you know you talk about consciousness and you're like well how conscious is a newborn newborn five minutes ago newborn baby how how aware is it of everything around it because they're saying that the memory isn't retaining and you know it takes a while for that memory to start retaining things for even the vision and the hearing and all those things to actually right. become viable and right. so you know, it really does boil down to so pain. Is, is the baby conscious? Conscious is, in is that your question. first? Yeah, and that you know. Yeah, well, I again, if pain is the definer, I'm okay with that. I agree. I'm, I am I'm kind of okay with that being sort of the moment. Yeah, um, and obviously, like if a, if a baby is being born and it is viable, or even if it like I know the lungs are like one of the last things to develop, or something mm-hmm. like because I my my uh, nephew was born like super premature mm-hmm. and they were able to when they realized what was going to happen hold off delivery for a minute or two oh my god not a minute or two so but like the, a couple weeks so that the so lungs that, could be so that they could give my sister medication that would get the lungs to develop Whoa, earlier that or is something some, something it was something crazy like that, that, is that some right star trek shit 
for moments. Seriously, like to be like, take this it, and it'll make the baby's lungs grow quick. Like just the it, fact it was, that we even have that I'm, ability. I'm fairly sure that's what the discussion was. Whoa. Of course, I was fairly young when this happened. So maybe I'm totally making <laughs> Maybe this it up. was an episode maybe of Maybe it was Star just Trek. wait, just getting it to getting him to wait long enough. Oh to, for the well, yeah, that's why developed. they have to do the incubator. But I'm, I'm fairly thing, positive right? there was something about if we if about we give breathing. you this specific drug, it'll make the lungs stronger. It'll wow. make the lungs yeah. more capable. I mean, yeah. It wasn't like these these organs that weren't there will now develop. <laughs> right? Yeah. You yeah. know, the doctor gave me a new pill and I yeah. gave a new kidney. <laughs> no, because in my that. head it is a tricorder because <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm a dumb person. <laughs> in my head it's a tricorder. Um, but anyways, so like. So, um, but obviously that discussion is so far beyond the moment of pain. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And did they, did they have any kind of, did they know when that pain, those pain, you know, receptors started? Did they have an idea? Um, because, because, and it, cause here's the problem is that, is that when you start, I mean, obviously, the conversation, the pro-choice, pro-life conversation is a huge conversation. But when you have these, you know, uh, uh, religiously mired debates where you've got guys who want it to be at the moment of conception, mm-hmm. it is the silly... And, and they want to use it as a way to say that the Plan B pill is, should be outlawed and that it, the Plan B pill is abortion and all these things is so insane to me to say that a zygote is a baby like it, it's it, it you know you just go no you can't if you do that if, if you if you do not allow kids to have the plan b pill mm-hmm. there will be more like 14 year old pregnant girls out there than you know it's like it's awful mm-hmm. you know people are going to have sex and so you you have to have options for them Otherwise, you're going to have so many, so many unwanted kids out there and and unwanted kids. You know, I've said it before. I I have made a career out of working with unwanted kids Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they do not turn out okay. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. You know, they end up growing up in astute poverty. They end up growing up being physically and sexually abused and mentally abused. And they, you know, it's like so anyone who doesn't think that there is a direct correlation between no, you don't get the plan B pill. And then 15 years later, you get carjacked by some fucking kid with a gun in your face. If you don't think there's a correlation between those things, you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? And so it is a really interesting, like, and this hasn't even gotten into, this hasn't even gotten into where the, the, uh, the, the Kermit, uh, Gosnell story Needs, okay. meets this but but tell me yeah so it looks like you figured this out yeah um so m- the majority of scientific literature on the subject finds that brain connections require required to feel pain are not formed until at least 24 weeks into the pregnancy so right around the the beginning of the third trimester okay and i, I believe this whole thing it might have been a radio lab i don't listen to radio lab very often but like, you might be right i, I, I have I, some I, I seem to remember there being yeah. a, an, an episode or, or something Radio Lab ish on mm-hmm. on the radio that was talking about that that's that was kind of the the root the the, the crux of this the the banning of late term abortions in 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 the courts okay that 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 those that those decisions to do that were based on the idea of pain right that the the only thing that they could come to any kind of agreement on was well. What if we look at pain? When, when when does that first occur? Right, right. 
And it's somewhere around 24 weeks. Pregnancy lasts, 20, uh, what, 38 weeks? I'm not somewhere sure. Around. I don't remember. I'm bad at math. So anyways, <laughs> so, somewhere around there. Um, so 24 and, weeks is how many months? How many months is 24 weeks? Like six months, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, but this is why recently there's been this push uh, in the uh, in Congress to reduce to, to 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 look at these other studies, these very dubiously conducted studies mm-hmm. that, that fetuses feel pain at 20 weeks. Right? They're trying to push push it further and further further back. back right? Do you feel like that? And this kind of goes back to what what we were talking about earlier. This idea of of you know the Damascus conversation of, of like, well, God's, you know, if you believe in God, then you believe that He has this plan, and that this plan is bigger mm. than any of us, right. and that that the same thing is true here, which is if you got pregnant, regardless if it was because you were raped or because you decided to have sex, right? <clears throat> that if you got pregnant, that's God's plan. God wants that baby to be a living human being on the planet. Right. And for you to go and get an abortion means you are stepping in the way of God's plan. Right. And that that's what it is. It's not, it's, it's not about sanctity of life. It's about God's plan. Right. Yeah. Cause if you actually cared about sanctity of life, then if somebody was like a heroin addict and they got pregnant, you'd be like, ugh, that baby's life is going to be awful and you don't even want it. Yeah, right. you should probably go get an abortion because that's a, you know. But that, I think I think for them it's any life. It doesn't matter. Well, until the baby's Human born. life. Until the, yeah. the, until the second that that baby come, comes out of the womb, then it's like, you're on your own. Hope everything works out for you. Good luck getting health care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or having a place to live or food or diapers yeah. or anything because yeah. you're, you're on, you're your, on your, own. your own. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, you know, s- small government. We're not going to have any program set up for you. Sorry. Right. Um, and, and so going along with that, this, this right here. So, so thinking that, okay, they want, they want God's plan to go through. And if you got pregnant, then that is God's plan, regardless of whether or not the parent wanted it. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of these women who went to this butcher, uh, wanted an abortion. None of them wanted to keep their children. Right. Pro-life group wants proper burial for babies killed by Kermit Gosnell. Ooh. The Philadelphia medical examiner has refused a request from a coalition of pro-life groups who want to provide a proper burial for the dead babies found in uh, his clinic. The medical examiner, Sam uh, Galino, said his office does not release deceased bodies to unrelated third parties, but he assured the groups that the babies would receive a proper and respectful disposition. What do you think about that? Well, um, I know that um, in a lot of jurisdictions, John and Jane Doe's are eventually given a proper burial. Are these um, are these persons? Because right here, the grand jury said they were because he was charged with murder. Right. And you were talking about that French movie that you watched, yeah. which had a late-term abortion Police. in it, and they yeah. made... They made the girl name the fetus. Right. Yeah. For for medical records, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So here... But that's France. 
Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, I mean, but here he he has been charged in the murders. Yeah. So are they people? I don't know. It's weird, right? I mean, they're they're yeah. I mean, these are these were late-term abortions. I mean, the line has to be drawn somewhere, right? Right. Like and 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 this is why it's such a difficult conversation, right? Yeah. Because I wholeheartedly believe in a woman's right to um to, to choose, right? right? And to determine, yeah, you know, what is going to happen with her body. It's her body. I don't I don't really want any part of the the the, the decision. Right. But then at a certain point Well you're also you a gay man, say, so you're well, like it's never gonna easy. include me. Yeah. It's kinda <laughs> easy for me. You're right. You're right. I you can, can get as hypothetical as you want about it, absolutely. but you're like, this is never gonna come up for me. But I I just feel that there that we have to be honest with ourselves and say that there is a moment when that when that fetus turns into a human being and it's still when it's inside the mother and the, and the, those choices to terminate at that point be, become a murder. Now that's where it gets a little tricky. Right. Like, like what is, what is it at that point? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I really sincerely do not know where the line I don't really either. is. I know. I'm very comfortable with this idea of pain being a good determiner as mm-hmm. to when abortion should not happen. Right. Right? The fetus can feel pain at 24 weeks. Okay, well, that's probably a pretty good place for us to say, to cut it off and say, now we respect your right to choose up to this point. Right. Right? Like now you have a viable, a nearly viable human being in your body that can feel pain. And so we yeah. we need you to carry this out. And at that point, if you don't want it, we have services and we can, you can, you know. Right. And not to boil, not to boil down this awful, awful, grisly circumstance down to a simple object lesson. But I do think it's interesting that, that Kermit Gosnell in his own way turned a hypothetical into a real life moment of, okay, this guy, this madman has induced labor and taken a live baby de- delivered well, a live all, baby that's that one right there in my mind that is murder. murder yeah that one that one that was a viable yeah human being yeah. at that point it breathed it breathed it, it, breathed it cried there, it, it cried moved. it probably needed a lot of medical attention yeah. to to live and then he manually but killed it but he chose killed not it. to give it that opportunity yeah. and and instead killed it and well, like that, I said, that, I mean, that, it, that it's a is gr- murder. Yeah, it's a grisly, horrible now, thing. But that, but I think it's really interesting because you you know that that's been a hypothetical that's coming up come up in arguments before, and people are like, "Well, but that's never going to happen." And he did it, and it became this very very draw the line in the sand object lesson of like, "Nope, I no longer have great feelings yeah. about that. That yeah. is, you, you murdered yeah. somebody." In my mind, that. That that doesn't, that doesn't even enter into that's the straight abortion. Up like Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Yeah, like like to say that that was an abortion in my mind doesn't no doesn't even register, no. right? Yeah, like like that clearly. Now between there, fetus viability and feeling pain, there's a little there's a little gap there. Right? It's just so hard. There's like though, a lot of weeks. There. Totally, there's like well, a couple months there. And and you right? and I are both talking about you know you and I are both talking well, about. Actually, there's probably my nephew. 
He was he was like two months. Maybe it was six weeks. Yeah. Premature. Like he was super he was really premature. Well, and there there's cases here of of women five, six months pregnant going yeah. in and receiving abortions from him. And you know, both both you and I have just you know, said you know, we we both just said that we agree to a, a, a women a woman's uh, ability to choose. And at the same time, though, you go, boy. I mean, there were forty-seven fetuses were found in his clinic when he was arrested. Mm. And the thing is, is I think that for pro-life people, I think for groups like like this Christian pro-life organization, I'm sure that they see they see this as just like how can you be splitting hairs over mm-hmm. this one and this one, yeah. this one and this one. And in that respect, again, totally am pro choice, but I can kind of see their frustration. I in, have in to this say that they need to be circumstance, willing. Well, you know, but you have to, you have at a certain point. You have to detach yourself from the narrative, right? Of what, what it was. And even yeah. the, the, the place of what it was. And you have it's to say so hard to, cause it's so barbaric. Yeah. But, but you have to, you, <laughs> you have know? to say, okay, we have to understand and be able to classify what happened here. Right. And we need some definitions to work on. And, and they have them. And they, you know. Now, it is, again, where is that line? That's a really tough. It's for people who are way more educated the, and way it's smarter the same, than me. I know. Well, and, and, same here, the, and it's the same. I, I hate. Well, I don't hate it. I find it really fascinating um, because I do the same thing. And I'm like, that line feels like. You give me one example and my line slides up here and you give me another example and the line slides way back yeah. here, depending on my emotions. And it's the same way that I feel about really, really young transgender kids. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. you're talking about like a kid being four or five and the parents being like, we moved to a new town and, and gave her a new name. And, and I'm like, she's five. Yeah. Like she still believes in Santa. Like, yeah, but you know of, what I mean. None like of those families came to that decision easily. It's no, not no, like no, no, the no, child no, no, said, no. "I think I'm a girl." Uh, don't, don't, and know, it was like but, all of a sudden, boom. Well, oh, but, well let's but, change everything. I know, but you but know? I guess I'm saying that that the line slides for me in that conversation because when the kid is ten, it like warms my heart, and makes me want to cry, and I'm like, that kid is so lucky to be in such a supportive family. Right. And when that kid's four, I'm like. You might want to give it a couple of years. That might seem a little, it might be a little drastic. You know what I mean? And I hate that. And I realize that when I say it, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He wants to be an astronaut and a farmer. He wants to farm on the moon. Like just wait a little bit. I'm a space farmer. Yeah. And so, and then I hate it because I say that and then I feel like an asshole because I feel like I'm being non-supportive of an issue I really believe in. Right. But the line slides. And when it does, you feel, it makes you feel really odd, you know? Yeah. Sorry that my dog's barking because there's a dog barking down the street. Oh, I apologize. No. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. I, I guess, I don't know. I guess it's, it's the reason why I wanted to have the conversation is because it did feel like this sort of odd moment where, you know, when you just look at, when you just look at pro-life group wants proper burial for aborted babies, you mm-hmm. go like, you know, right. But then when, when you start getting into it, and I think that's where, you know, you say we have to separate ourselves from the details. And to me, I'm like, well, it's the details that makes that make that line slide around. And, and that's right. when it's and that's when it's interesting, at least for me, as someone who definitely sits more in the atheist camp than anywhere else. Um, but I do see myself at times like finding these moments of gray and being like, 
I don't. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh oh, what do I believe in? Oh shit, where am I? You know, like, and right. then and then and then you find your your footing again, and everything's right. there. But I think it's you know sometimes it takes those moments. Honestly, it wasn't until I I got into a physical altercation that I realized that I was a pacifist. Mm. I had always said it, and it was a very easy thing to say. But huh. actually, getting hit by somebody and being like, I'm not going to hit that person back. Wow. That I was like, I walked away from it and it was still, it took, it was jarring and it took a couple of years for me to be like, oh, okay, I really am. Huh. And I think it's those unstable ground moments that make you go, what, what do, what am I? Right. You know, and you're, and you get tested a little bit. Right. And I, it's a good thing and it keeps, it's very healthy. And you know, for your show, that's this atheist show. I think a lot of times we, you know, we go, we, we jump into our camp and we go, yeah. And sometimes we have to stop and be like, hold on. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. just, just stop for a minute and look around and, and, and really, you know, get your barometer out and see how you feel about something. And, and it's a good thing to do. Right. So I, this was one of those moments that I was like, Ooh boy, this is a, it really is. It's an object lesson. It's, it's right, right there in your face and, and you have to, you have to kind of test yourself to see how you actually how you actually feel, hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And some of those things you can totally like draw a line across and be like, yes. And then other things you're like, I don't, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't yeah. you think that's healthy? No, I think it's totally healthy. And I think it's what, you know, like I see, I have this reaction often when I see stories like this, where I, and it's probably very similar to what you were just saying, but like where I, I don't even want to face it. Right. Because I'm like, I already know, I already know that I believe in a woman's right to choose. I I know that like that. I know that I see a lot of gray areas in this discussion and I just, I don't need to hear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but I also think that there's a part that is, I'm comfortable with how I have it defined right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't want to get into it and be like, Oh, where where is the line? You yeah, know? And yeah. so it's really healthy to actually confront the story yeah, and say, you know what? You know, okay, well between here and here, I seriously don't know, but I know about this other, these other sides. Totally. Yeah. And I, well, and I, I, I feel the same way, you know, I don't like getting into a lot of political discussions, but then when I do, and it's funny cause most of the time when I do, it's usually with you. Okay. I feel like, (laughs) I don't know why, but I think that it's, it's, you know, like you and I got into a, a, a really big conversation about, um, smoking bans. This was like a year or two ago. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I realized that there's places where I feel like big government is really important. And there's places where I feel like, well, let, let people ruin their own lives. If you're going to let them ruin their own lives, you know, like, And you were like, I totally disagree with that. And we got into it and started talking about it. And I, and then I really understood like sort of where I stood on a lot of different issues about, about the versions of big government and stewardship that I love. Uh And then the the parts of it that make me feel a little bit hinky. Uh You know what I mean? And, and, and I, and I was interesting because not until you and I had started talking about it, did I realize that I felt that way? You know, I, I just think that it was like, I took for granted, like, you know, I I put all of this in a pile over here and I put these things in a pile over there, but I didn't realize that they were the same. They were the same thing. And I was being kind of hypocritical by saying, Hmm. 
like they shouldn't blah 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 you know what i mean and it's like no it's all the you know the like right. the fact that i get pissed about like the dabc you know the uh, department of alcohol beverage control here in here utah. in here in utah yeah. and get pissed with the way that they get their fingers into you know like what when i can and can't have a drink depending uh-huh. on where i'm at and then realizing that like oh that's the way people feel about tax money going to like art nonprofits you know what I mean? That, I mean? It really is. It's the same thing. Like me being like, bleh, 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 they give me my beer and I be, and other people are like, yeah, take my money and turn my kid into a homosexual or whatever, you know, like that's the way other people feel about it. It's yeah. like, you can't tell me what to do with this. Right. And I didn't realize that I was being kind of hypocritical about, about bitching about one thing and then being like, how come people can't just figure it out? And you know what I mean? Like, it's very interesting that it, it is like, once you start talking about it, you suddenly realize, like, oh, my philosophies are, are. So, did you decide to be okay with the DABC? No, I still hate them. <laughs> I just realize now. I realize now that I I hate them, but I know what it means when I'm bitching about it. Oh, okay. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't. It, I don't need to change my opinion. I just need to know what what my opinion looks like to other people. Right, right, right. Because on on the surface, it might seem it might seem kind of hypocritical or I don't think that that's hypocritical because I don't see the, the strong analogy between the, the, the two either. Well, it's just, it's someone else telling you what you can and can't do. Yeah. But one is like taxes paying into a system that benefits us all. And the other one is this substance, which some people view as objectionable and dangerous. And so they want to control it. Well, but taxpayer money going into how we get that controlled. Well, it kind of pays for itself. It doesn't fully pay for itself, from my understanding, but but you see what I'm saying. But I think mean, cigarettes are the same way. Yeah, you know, let's make them nine dollars so that no one can buy them. Yeah, but it's undeniable. I mean, not to get into this discussion <laughs> again, but it's undeniable. We've already done this. <laughs> it's undeniable the health risk, and so it's it's doing it's 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 for the public's good. Anyways. <laughs> We were going to wrap up quick. I'm too, definitely revealing just, a lot of just like if open people this didn't up. know my politics before. <laughs> it's I'm, okay. It was it was, but but politics and no re- problem. With well, but politics and religion live right next to each other yeah. in terms well, of especially like, in this state. Well, and just well, I think that anywhere, I think that 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 morality, you know, yeah. morality dictates how we build up the rules that society must yeah. must abide by Absolutely. and you know the abortion conversation is no different and i think that it's uh, you know like i said i think that when people say god's plan means x y and z uh-huh. so we have to and if we're the ones in control we have to create rules so that x y and z can happen the way it's supposed to right right and so i you know as someone who definitely believes and both of us do that that morality is in no way mutually exclusive to religion and actually if you look throughout history <laughs> quite the opposite is true right but people don't believe that right religious people don't they go well if you don't believe that 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 there's someone minding the store so you can't steal the candy everyone will steal the candy you know right but it comes from an understanding of morality that's based more on what you're wearing and what you do with your you know penis exactly <laughs> I was going to go a slightly different direction, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's let's really get down to brass tacks. Yeah, that's what you know, it is. I mean, yeah. that, 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 that when you hear religious folk talk about morals, that's what they're talking about. They're not yeah. talking about 
What you will know, stop eth- you from ethical relationships and ethical treatment of others? No, you know? they're, they're literally talking about what will stop you from breaking down your neighbor's door and having sex with his wife. Yeah. And then killing them all. Well, sir, you better keep that religion because yeah. I'm kind of afraid of you now. Yeah, exactly. If that's literally that, the only thing that is stopping you, you from doing that, that's what I keep always, it. I know. I know. Keep it. That's what I always say, man. I'm like, <laughs> if you've come up with a hypothetical that involves like cannibalism and you're like, and you're, and you're proselytizing that to everybody else, it's like, wow, yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah. You're really freaking me out, dude. <laughs> But all the people in the pews are like, he's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. He's totally right. That is the next thing. The only thing that keeps us all from participating in those deliciously decadent homosexual urges is <laughs> Jesus. And it's like, good, then you better no. You better stick with that because I, you are going to go off the deep end, dude. Well, yeah. And we know what those guys look like. Oh, yeah, totally. I've seen them at the gay club. Oh, I've yeah. been in a while to a gay club. but Well, it's the Ted Haggard gay face. Oh, right. Yeah. It's full Ted Haggard well, it, gay face it where it's just like institution and it runs into guys who are in their forties. Yeah. Stuff they yeah. Shouldn't be totally. Doing, it's a yeah. lot, lots of rest stops. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we're in clothes that are just not right. <laughs> lots of peacock designs I, on the yeah, back pockets. I, I'm more of, worried of about jeans. the fashion choices they end up making <laughs> than where they're having sex. As long as they're being safe. I love that you. My biggest concern is fashion statements. <laughs> uh, it's just awful. They make the worst choices. Oh, they really do. I mean, yeah, yeah. You should not be wearing that shirt. <laughs> well, if you'd like to chime in on anything you've heard, today, we managed to end light. Yeah, I love it. How did we, that happen? I don't know, man. We were on like the sixth oh, ring of hell. Thanks, Adam. So, well, this I, might I have been your last time. Oh. <laughs> 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 But the room the, is still pretty. The room is lovely. Yeah, I have to come back lighting. for the room next yeah, time. Definitely. Next time Dan's out of town. Yeah. Uh, all right. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Uh, you can go there and like us and join the conversation. Also, if you want to get in touch with us directly and uh, maybe we'll read your email on the show. Uh, we didn't do any of that this week um, just because that's a good thing that you know, Dan and I yeah, just do it. Most of it always pertains and, to Yeah, me. exactly. So, does, um, does anybody ever write in about anything I've ever said? Um, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Um, anyways, I think I think somebody has. Did I, did I did I manage to guilt people into it this time with I don't that know. noise? Oh, maybe. Mm. Um, but anyways, the email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com and our voicemail. You can do the exact same thing, but we'll play your voice on the show. Ooh. Um, four two four six 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 eight four four two. As always, we like to thank the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their uh, music for the opening and closing oh, yeah. of the show. And uh, yeah, and uh, thank you, Adam, for Thanks filling for in. Me. Yeah. Any plugs of anything you're working on? Right uh, now? Uh, I know that we've gotten a, a couple of listeners um, uh, from me doing this show on no my way. podcast. Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, yeah, very cool. So oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, for any of you who are interested in that, it is a damn movie podcast. Uh, you can find us at adampodcast.com or on uh, iTunes. So uh, awesome. we're getting ready to do our 200th episode. So no way. Celebration. Wow. Yeah. So if you're interested in, in any of that, uh, check out our movie review podcast there. All right. Well, cool. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. And Dan will be back next time. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.